Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh. That's a fucking harmony. There high it five. is. Oh, that sucked. <laughs> oh, that heart five sucked. Man, that's and awesome. And if, if you were watching it live, you saw that high you five You saw suck. it. Well, guys, this is a very special day. It is a special day. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, but welcome to <gasps> the first live streamed episode of Only Stupid Answers. This is so exciting. This is really cool. We have a new set. We have a new logo. We have a set. Yeah, we have a set. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is not even new. It's just the first one. Uh, we have a set. We have a new poster behind DJ. And, uh, there it is. Uh, and it's got a new logo in it. Shout out to Sancho Delane or Emona on Instagram, Twitter. Go check her out. She's, She's awesome. Amazing. She's so talented. She made that for us. Uh, like just for fun one day. She made like that in like a like a fan sketch. Yeah. And we're like, oh, shoot, we want to get that. Oh, yeah. We need that. Oh, right oh, we, we, need need, we need that in our lives. But thank you so much to everyone who's contributed so far. We appreciate you. And just know 11 a.m. PST every yes. Saturday. We're going to be going live at youtube.com slash only stupid answers. But you can only see it if you contribute 25 bucks or more yep. but thank you to everybody who's contributed so far it's been awesome I can't wait for you guys to get all the new perks that we uh, put out They're especially really the care cool. pack yeah, yeah, yeah. and the first audio podcast of our bonus yes. episode is up it's very really well cool. received yes I'm, I'm glad you guys like it uh, there's more uh, cool stuff that we got coming your way uh, but at the top, let's just do a quick uh, little business. If you want to learn anything about Only Stupid Answers, like uh, where you can follow us on social media or where you can listen to us, go to OnlyStupidAnswers.com. Love it. you find everything, especially. Makes like, it so easy. Yeah, you can find out we're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play Music, all the important ones. Also, we got a Twitter, Only Stupid Answers, but you got to... Yank out the vowels from stupid. We always point to each other whenever we do that. We always point to each other, and there's always a moment of confusion of, like, what do you want Wait, wait. <laughs> You're like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, and. Yeah. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, reddit.com slash r slash only stupid answers listen we're everywhere you want to be everywhere you want to be or you, you may not be but you're gonna be you're gonna be there eventually it's so cool guys so, shout out thank you love you so what we love to do is we love to get five-star reviews from you guys on itunes it's very fun um so we've got a couple of those here i want to read the first one five Please. star boys from zayral 13 i love this podcast so much i started reading comics because of you guys keep up the amazing work boys boys and we have another one here from chill Chillfinity? Chinfinity. Uh, Chillfinity is pretty cool, though. Yeah, if somebody a, hasn't already grabbed that. You should grab that. Jump on it. There's a little Only Stupid Answers little perk. You get that one. <laughs> Great little listen. I'm currently working the most boring summer job of my life, and listening to this podcast is the only thing that gets me through the long days at the office. Listen. These moist little ears can't wait for Mondays and the new Only Stupid Answers podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Listen, I hate to tell you, you're saying a summer job, which implies you're still in school. It only gets worse. <laughs> just want to let Ooh, you know. It's not yet. Uh, just prepare yourself. I, I realize every new job I do, there's a little internal tantrum for like a week of like, I don't want to do this. Always. Mm, no, no matter always. what the job is. For the first week inside, I'm like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. That's adulthood, guys. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> but today... We want to talk about yes, uh, Baby Driver. We're going to talk about a few things. A few things. Um, main topic of Baby Driver. Main topic will be, uh, in fact, Baby Driver. But Sam, we got a little bit of time here. Do you want to talk about what you're into this week? May I? Yeah, please. Um, I've been reading uh, comics. Yes, I've been reading comics too. Look at you yeah. catching up. Uh, weirdly, here's a suggestion that I didn't think I'd make. Uh, DC and Looney Tunes did a like a not Hanna Barbera, Looney Tunes. They did these crossover one shot issues. And Tom King, who's currently writing Batman, he wrote Vision, one of my favorite comics. Yeah. He wrote the Elmer Fudd <clears throat> Batman comic crossover. And it's amazing. And it's yeah. like not even just like amazing because if you slightly enjoy Looney Tunes or you like you enjoy Batman, like you think you'll like this. It's like, no, no, no. 
it's just really good. And That's like, awesome. Um, I love it because it's from the point of view of Elmer Fudd. Like, they do this thing where it's like a, there's like two comics technically in one where it's like, here's the epic, dark DC, like more mature version of yeah. the story. And then they do like the Looney Tunes version of the story at That's the end. That's great. It's really fun when you get to the Looney Tunes part because you get to the Elmer Fudd, Bugs Bunny like bit where it's like rabbit season, whatever. And there's a joke about Robin season. That's, that's good. There. That's really um, good. I like that. But no, it's, it's so like it's amazing. It's I I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. it, the opening the opening like page is amazing. It's poi for me because mm-hmm. the Elmer Fudd's got the lisp. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's so good. And I don't think I watched anything new. We got to go to a special screening of Baby Driver, <gasps> and that was a very fun event. Oh, DJ's wearing a hat. Oh shit! People who watch live can see the hat. Yeah, but if you're not watching live, you well, out. if they listen live, maybe they can see that. Maybe hat. you can visualize the hat. Visual- Wait, take a breath. Take a breath. Think about the hat. And there's the hat. Uh, I've also been reading comics. I, I caught up on Saga. And Saga's finally kind of like... I, I had a moment where it's like, oh, it's back. Not that it was ever back, because it's an amazing comic. It's one of those things that you went from like it was perfection just, um, yes. to just really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, think it was, I, I think it was having the family separated for a while and then having so many characters... That now you're down to a core cast again, and it's the characters that that I really care about, mm-hmm. um, and the, dyna- the the issue they're dealing with. I, I also think this is where Saga's at its best when it takes a very normal human dilemma and and plays it out on this very grand scale stage. So the the, the problem that they're trying to resolve as a family is is very engaging. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's amazing. I read the first two issues of the Defenders, and I'm not normally Michael Brian Michael Bendis is a very talented writer. He's not normally for me. Mm-hmm. This is for me. Like I, I so far I'm really into it. I'm really into. He's very good with Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Jessica He's, Jones and Luke yeah. Cage. I also like the. I like that that they're not trying to. Uh, I think it would have been very easy for them to try and emulate the dynamic that's probably going to be in the Defenders show where they all kind of don't like each other. Yeah. This is the opposite of that. They all they're all friends and they're all like have each other's back and it's very like refreshing like mm-hmm. it's it's just nice uh and it, it was just thinking as i was saying it now it's like that actually would be kind of a cool thing for the defenders show to do that's the opposite of avengers whereas the avengers never quite ever get along the mm-hmm. defenders are like no nah, we're cool no 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 we, like, there's like really no reason for us to fight yeah it'd we're... be silly if we fought <laughs> every single time we got together on the big screen um so uh every time every time uh-huh. the avengers fight they every, have every to. movie anyway um so yeah i i've I'm really I I'm really digging the direction of that. The art is beautiful, although I will say, uh, Night Nurse is uh, very sexualized. Uh, it's very it's distracting. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Classic. Uh, Thanks, comics. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the art's amazing. The the threat that they're dealing with is interesting. The characterization is on point because not only Jessica Jones and Luke Cage has uh, Brian Bennis done a lot with them, but Daredevil he had a very long, very uh, well respected, well regarded run on Daredevil. So he's got a lot of familiarity with the characters. There's also a really cool interaction in issue two between Danny Rand and Wilson Fisk. Oh, uh, cool. Which is cool because they, they run in the same circles, but mm-hmm. you never really think of those interacting. It's like this is this is the point of having these team-up books. Like this is seeing different uh, supporting casts interact with different characters and everything. It's something I hope they capture in the Defender show, which is coming soon. It's coming in just a couple August, months. August. August, right? yeah. yeah. I'm very excited. But speaking of upcoming Marvel shows, we got a trailer for Inhumans. Uh, I think it's fair to say that the internet didn't react (laughs) great to it. Uh, No, kindly, no, they did not. (laughs) But um, let's talk about it for a second. Sure. This is the first official trailer. What do we like? <laughs> let's let's do let's Lockjaw. Do Lockjaw. Very on board with everything Lockjaw. And Karnak for the brief moment we saw of him kicking people's ass he on board. Looked cool. He looks cool. He's and the one that looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. That okay, and then we remember go to the one, rest of it. <laughs> remember that time where uh Black Bolt kind of coughed and a car flipped? And and I was like, you know what? If I didn't know who these characters were, I would have zero idea what the fuck just happened. I didn't happened. know what happened in it. He would just like, he got hit and he was like, mm. <laughs> and the car just like flipped. It's like, okay, we get it. Very powerful. Also, when like, 
and they're trying to show like Maximus like being like I he's would, trying to start this revolution. Again, and, if I didn't know, I would have assumed I would have assumed it was Maximus's show. Like ninety percent of that trailer was revolving around him. I think it kind of made me realize that there's like uh, I showed it to my family and they were okay. intrigued by it and they well, were like go. they were like we don't know what's happening, but it, they're like we're kind of intrigued. Like okay. mainly because I think the IMAX is what caught them. They're like, oh okay, so like there's IMAX. a lot of money. But we we were talking before we started filming that um. It's impressive to shoot on an IMAX and still make it look like a normal ABC TV show. I, well, I would imagine shooting it on an IMAX, if you're shooting with an ABC budget, shooting on an IMAX camera has to make it look worse because of the quality because you can see all... It was the same thing when the, Lord, the Hobbit tried to do that, like, what was it, 120 frames per second or something? I didn't. No, it was 60 of, frames per second. Yeah, a lot of people really like that. I, really? Uh, it made it look like a soap opera. Uh-huh. And that's the, anyway, the... Um, uh, Philip Molina made a very funny joke. He was like, "Oh, how much? How much of the budget would it take to do uh, a giant CGI dog and shoot on IMAX cameras? Oh, all of it? Okay, <laughs> that is what you get. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't mind Lockjaw. I Lockjaw showed up in more stuff. He looked great. He I looked would, very I'm, fun. If you take one part of this and have it cross over with the other movies, Lockjaw has. If to Lockjaw be the showed thing. up on Agents of Shield, be like, yes, you're doing if it Lockjaw right. Lockjaw showed up in Avengers: Infinity War. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. he teleports in and teleports Thanos out, and they're like. That was a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a bulldog? <laughs> I, I, it could be. It I could think, be very cool. I think ABC doesn't know how to cut a trailer. I've never liked any of the trailers for their shows yeah. ever, and this is clearly given to the same trailer company that has yeah. edited like everything. <clears throat> Like every Agents of Shield trailer looks like garbage, and like it's. Yeah. I know the show has its problems, but like overall, like we didn't watch an awesome episode. And again, but if season you watch, four was really good. And, but if you watch the trailer for the episode, you're like, why does this look like garbage? Why yeah. are you making this look so bad? And also, the sound design was so bad. Like, an, like it's Anson Mount Black Bolt's like getting punched in the street yeah. uh, in uh, Honolulu. I'm yeah. guessing, um, and he's like, it's like. It's like the classic like eighties like yeah. wet meat punch, and yeah. you're like, stop it! Like this is gross, and don't you can you're better than this. And like the the bad explosions in the jungle when you're seeing like it's like a green inhuman. I also like that one random super slow motion shot of like the middle of a gun, like going through the jungle. Like it's it, it slows down at the middle part of like. An assault rifle. I'm like, why is this in slow motion? Yeah, but like with this, it's the why? most boring part of the gun. It's nothing. Nothing's happening. Why is this in slow mo? Uh, here's why I am having trouble holding out hope. Is it if you told me that the guy that did Iron Fist was doing the Inhumans? This is what I would picture in my brain for it to look like it's like oh it's the inhumans without all the fun cool shit cool you did get lockjaw and that lockjaw, is true we got and we never got the dragon and iron fist but we did get lockjaw but if they got the money to do like the dragon like they did lockjaw i'd be yeah. like oh shit that i'm i'm ready to see that dragon that's yeah. gonna be really cool like lockjaw like moved. what if they kill lockjaw with the, in the pilot oh my god i'd hate you or like they get him in a prison somewhere yeah. where he's like oh we can't get him out or like yeah. maximus has got him we can't teleport anywhere like don't don't do that. Yeah. Don't don't, don't do that. <laughs> we please. need at least a little bit of lockjaw every episode. Please. Um so it's rough. Yeah. We're but let, we're gonna do an episode we're on gonna, it. And we're gonna go see an IMAX. <laughs> we're gonna go see that first two episodes. Yep. Which is only two hours. I mean, compared to all the other Marvel things, like that's not that bad. It's only it's if I remember correctly, it's only the first two episodes, yes. right? Yes, that's true. And they're only an hour, maybe a little bit more, but it's not it's not too bad. And then it's eight episodes after that, so it's not like a it's not a huge commitment no. for a TV show. It'll be fine. It's It'll Legion. Be fine. Yeah. It's not yeah, Legion. It's not Legion. It's not Legion. Uh, but we that's also what you're excited about. Oh, I'm very excited for that. Uh, I but we also got a trailer for Jumanji. Uh, Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Uh, it's I laughed. I was surprised that I actually laughed at the the joke that made me laugh. Like, uh, where's the other two feet of my body? Yeah. <laughs> where's the top two feet of my body? I was like, that's pretty good. I liked the I like the idea of it. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Uh, let me just double check if I, I believe Sony's making this Jumanji movie, and it looks a lot like what they did with Goosebumps, where it's like, oh, Goosebumps movie. It's like, no, it's no. actually Jumanji with Goosebumps characters. It's like it's not like you're not really enjoying a goosebump story yeah this definitely does not look like a jumanji movie like literally it, it made, did make me wonder though if you took a, a a video game property like an actual video game and this is how you did the movie where Pixels. people got sucked into it but like yeah but like if you picked a game uh-huh. as opposed to like references to a bunch like if you're like contra we're gonna make a contra movie but we don't know how to make a contra movie and so people get sucked into contra this made me think of contra because all the helicopters and motorcycles and and that's the frustrating part it was, it was a similar thing to Alien Covenant, it's like, this is a cool movie, except for all the parts that have to connect to 
the the property like uh-huh. it, apparently they're gonna run into like alan Parrish's robin williams character from the original jumanji his treehouse and he's gonna have left clues it's like how is this the same world how did helicopters and motorcycles get into the same world same yeah, jumanji is it supposed the, to be like colonial like uh like british empire type because that's what he look that's what the the hunter. safari the hunter yeah. looks like yeah. yeah so it's like that's if i i would be very interested in this movie if it had no connection to jumanji at all mm-hmm I, I would love it too. I mean, like you could probably come up with a story that's perfectly fine without it being connected to Jumanji. Because the concept is cool of a bunch of these high school kids getting sucked into the game, and where they have to like it's fun to see uh, uh, the Rock play as a teenager being the Rock. Yeah, which is why I wanted him as Captain Marvel in the Shazam movie. But you know what, it's, kids, we can't always get what we basic, want. It's basically the same thing. Uh, so uh, coming up in this episode, not only are we talking about Baby Driver, but um, we got to have a little chat with Christian Harloff from Collider and Schmoes. No. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but before we get to that, let's briefly talk about our pals at ZipRecruiter. If you guys are hiring, and some of you out there are, we know you are. We know you are. You're the, very, you're very, uh, you're entrepreneurs. <laughs> your entrepreneurial mm-hmm. spirit. And it can be really hard to find somebody to fill the roles, to find the right talent. The and best candidates. ZipRecruiter is the place for you to go because you can post your job to 100 plus job sites with just one click. Click. Then um, the powerful technology they have behind the site will efficiently match the right people to your job. Better than anybody else. Anybody else out there. Yeah, and that's why nobody s- doing what ZipRecruiter is doing. Oh, no. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. In fact, over 80% of the jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. Nuts. Yeah, No, no d- juggling emails or calls to your office. Simply screen, rate, and message candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Super easy to use. You can find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates. Candidates uh, with immediate results. You can use ZipRecruiter for free. 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 Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. It's our favorite. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. Oh, you didn't do it with me. Didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I, we'll do uh, it a third sorry. time. Hold on. Third time's a charm. ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. So check that out. It's kind of a harmony. We almost got it. We almost got there. Thanks, ZipRecruiter. But... We mentioned this earlier, but Kristen Harloff, we yes. got to uh, sit down and talk with him about a bunch of fun stuff, Star Wars, Baby Driver, and we'll yeah. have to talk about that. Exactly. But also, he's the, he's one of the main boys over at Schmodown, at, yes. the, at the Schmo's and No they, Network. And they got an event coming up, so here is a little bit of that discussion. Hello, Christian. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Of course. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers. It's the best damn podcast in the whole entire world. If you didn't know that, well, now you do. Now you're informed. Now I got the information and I'm good to go. <laughs> so who are you and where are you? Uh, right now I'm at the Collider Studios. My name's Christian Harloff. I'm the um, current the head of development over Collider and I uh, co co own or co run Schmoes No. Oh wow. yeah, that's very exciting. So I know that. <laughs> I know that place. We've been there. DJ and I did stuff there. It was exciting. It was a fun time. You guys kind of came in and did the Schmodown, and uh, you were a lot of fun. Even though you thought we were we were kind of blowing smoke up your ass, you guys actually did. Uh, you, it was a lot of fun to have you guys in there. And um, and watch you. It's there are two different types of players that come in and play this game. Is that the people who like take it like super serious and treat it as if they're going into a UFC fight, and then there's other people like yourselves and Jeremy Johns who come in just to have fun, goof around, and uh, and it's fun watching both sides of that. Yeah, there was uh, we we came in and we quickly realized that there was a possibility that we might be outgunned. Wait, you just you figured it out right when we walked in. Right I when knew, we walked in, I was like, oh, oh wait a second. I knew immediately. So Christian, what do you have going on? What's what's coming up? What's happening? On uh, like I mentioned to you guys, we so we do the if people not, don't know what the hell I'm talking about with this game show. It's called the Movie Trivia Schmodown, and it's essentially the the WWE of movie trivia. To where what we try to do is is have is treat treat it kind of like a sport for us us geeks, if you will. And you've got the you got good guys, you got bad guys, you got storylines. You have all these certain things that are happening, and the game dictates all of that. And one of the things that we're doing is the Collider Collision on July seventh, and that's like four big matches with some of our big um, you know big players like Dan Merle from Screen Junkies is 
given it, he's going to try to get a, a title shot against John Roca and Mark Riley. Jeremy Johns is competing and the inner geekdom, which is what I think that we talked to you guys about. The inner geekdom is like Star Trek, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, comic book movies, like that type of thing. That's like what the inner geekdom division is. Got it. Very That's cool. amazing. Uh, I've met Dan. He's a lovely person. Hmm. No. I feel like I'd be good at one of those topics. Not like a lot <laughs> not of those. All them, not but a if, lot you, of them. if you picked one, uh-huh. you'd uh, you'd do all right. I do okay. I do okay. Let's not be crazy. <laughs> I do I do fine at it. I uh, like I always like try to pretend that I know a lot about Lord of the Rings because I've seen the extended cut of all, all of them. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I retained anything anything i do know Any core information that like in the third movie they had that gatekeeper they got cut out of the movie with like the weird teeth and the yeah. shadow eyes or whatever i'm glad they cut him out of the movie i watched it again i'm like that was a i didn't need that re-watching the extended cuts i feel like i'm glad they cut all those things it out was all movie. smart decisions <laughs> you guys don't like the extended cuts of lord of the rings i uh i thought it was a good idea when i was a young man to buy all of them I was like, yes, I'm all about it. I've read the books. I'm excited to have this extended version. And then I rewatched them fairly recently. And I was like, this was a mistake. You didn't need, <laughs> you don't need that extra hour. Uh-huh. I got to watch them again because I, maybe, maybe I was under the same, uh, same spell as you were DJ. Cause I think, uh, I, I felt last time I've seen it was probably like 10 years ago, but I, I, I loved them when I saw it. I, I don't think that the Hobbit needed those, that treatment, but no. I think that Lord of the Rings, I thought benefited from it, but maybe I have to go back and uh, I will be convinced otherwise. Are there extended is there extended cuts it's of the Hobbit? Peter Jackson, of course, there has to be. There but always has the, to be. It was a smaller book than the other three books that they made into single movies. For a second, I thought they released uh, other footage of the Blu-rays that were like more extended cuts. No, oh. you don't need it. Not to the extent of Lord of the Rings, but I mean, just a little bit more added footage and stuff. You know what I would buy one hundred percent is if they did a professional cut down of those three movies into one three-hour movie that's Ooh. just the original Hobbit. I haven't watched a single Hobbit movie. That sounds great. That yeah. sounds like my that's the theme right up my alley i'd rather watch that well that's what it should have been that's what they should have that's done, what yeah. they should have done but the uh money and also uh not a lot of time a lot of things happened with that movie christian what are you into this week this is a fun segment we talk about like if we're watching a new movie or- yeah I'm going, I'm going to see spider-man tonight i'm pretty excited oh. I, uh, yeah 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 spider-man homecoming i'm excited about that because of all the buzz that it's getting right now and i've i've actually been excited for this movie before the buzz so i'm uh i i think that what's so funny is you know guys like us we, we're very aware that the, that the spider-man is going to be incorporated into the mcu this time around but there's a lot of casual fans that don't so i was talking to my friend and he's just like ah another one of those movies is andrew garfield I'm like no no, no he's been gone for a little bit this is something completely different and i want to see if, if they, they're able to not just get like you know the the comic book movie fans or people like us that are so into this world i want to see if they can get the casual fans back on board with spider-man and i and i think this um this kind of john hughes feel might be able to do it if that's the tone that they go i've heard that that's one of the best parts of the movie it's kind of like not fair to com- no, i shouldn't compare them but like power rangers the newer one like a lot of people at least here the two people here really yeah. enjoyed the uh like the actual like john hughes feel of of like their relationship and when it became a Power Rangers movie it wasn't very fun anymore but anyways Spider-Man I'm excited to see that aspect of it so you as of this recording you have not yet seen it but by the time this goes up you will have seen it so go ahead and give us your review for it there you, you go would. if you wouldn't mind I, I thought it was great I thought Downey was pretty good and I thought the special effects were fantastic I, I enjoyed Michael Keaton you know, oh guys I'm like uh, over here so uh, I love uh, I'm a big I'm a big Keaton fan so I thought it, nice surprise uh, A plus A plus A plus so you heard it here first early review for Spider-Man Homecoming a plus that's Go going on the it. dvd yeah that's going on the dvd <laughs> we're going to be uh talking about uh baby driver a little bit i believe you've seen that do you yes. have feelings on baby driver i love that movie it might be my favorite movie of the year um i i thought it was just spectacular all the way around it was it just shows what edgar wright can do as a filmmaker because you know he there's it certainly had his style but it was still a bit different and this isn't a shot on drive at all i know a lot of people like drive but this was the movie i thought i was gonna see when the trailers for drive came out and when i ultimately saw drive it was a different movie and that's fine um it was really good for what it was but this movie really just did something special and the use of music in this film it was like a, it was like another character 
for sure. And that Ansel Edgord kid, he's a star, man. I, I, I dug it all the way around. I want to see it again. His music felt like a sidekick. It felt like it was always there by his side, helping him like get through something or supporting him or supporting another character. Yeah, I was. I don't. I uh, when we got out, you know, like you you forget to blink when you watch a movie, but like my eyes stung so much. I don't think I blinked for the last third of the movie because I'm like, I can't, I can't miss this. There's yeah. so much. Like I've never. It's my favorite uh, running chase scene. Of course, the car scenes are amazing. Yeah. And Edgar Wright does Edgar Wright things of setting up how things are going to play out later in the movie. I lo- I just there was so much I loved of how it like how much or uh, how it unfolded in the last third. I was just so happy. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a sitting if you got to pee, just pee in your pants because you don't want to miss anything. It, it is one of those movies that just I like you were talking about with the music being a sidekick. Even in the beginning, again, not spoiling it for anybody, uh, but there's there's something that happens like in the opening credit scenes that you just like there's it's so subtle. Like you're paying attention to things that are like on the wall and things that are happening. It's just it's it's just a very it's a smart movie it's a fun movie I love the way the music is used from conversation to the actual use of it in in scenes and action scenes it's it's a really it's a good it's, it reminded me kind of like what Nice Guys did you know to Nice Guys came out in a time where all these movies whether it's sequels or these big budget movies and 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 it it just was refreshing and I think I'm hoping that Baby Driver has better financial. Um, you know benefits than uh, than nice guys did. Yeah, it was interesting because um, uh, when I when we went and saw it, I for some reason I was under the impression it was a PG thirteen movie, and then as oh, I was no. watching, I'm like, oh no, this is R, and I kind of wonder if it would have done better. I mean, we don't know yet how it's going to do, but yeah. I wonder if maybe it would do better if it was PG-13 financially. It has a lot of buzz around it right now. It so. does, thankfully. Yeah. I don't think he could have accomplished the exact same thing that it did if it was PG-13. I think the fact that the handcuffs were off and he was allowed to do, Edgar Wright was allowed to do exactly what he wanted to do and kind of go balls to the wall. It had it had like a true romance feel to it at times, too. And I think that that type of feel, I, I don't know if I want to, I would want to see a PG-13. I don't disagree with you that it, maybe it, it will do better because of it if it was PG-13. 13, but I think I think this film kind of needed to be rated R to get that vision across. I can't wait to go see it again. All right, Christian. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We're really excited to see our episode on the Schmodown. We're really excited for the collision. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been over at Collider and Schmoes a few times, and it is a blast. The people over there are amazing. You guys are making great content. And uh, and everybody listening should go support them. Yes, they're a cool community over there. God damn it. What the hell are you doing right now? Go listen right now. Play it simultaneously. It lines up like Pink Floyd and whatever that thing is that thing that people say lines up with pink Floyd. dark side of the moon and that uh, was with wizard of oz right there you yes go. yes this, that's what's happening this bonus episode of only stupid answers and the collision line up perfectly perfect go ahead and try it thank you guys so much i really appreciate you having me on thank you so much christian uh it was a blast talking to him if you want the rest the full unedited uncut uh discussion that we had with him where we talked about a bunch of other stuff uh you can check that out on thursday's bonus episode exclusively on patreon there's a it's- video part which is pretty cool that's the $15 plus, but also you're going to get the audio version anyways, $5 plus. There you go. Guys, we're, we are trying to make this, uh, we're trying to make a really cool experience for you. Hope you guys enjoy. Anyways, uh, really quick, last thing, I want to read, what are we into uh, from our audience? Uh, DV, oh, DeVoldemort, uh, that's the name you don't say, guys. Don't be, don't this be a dick. Don't, okay? don't, 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 you just made me say it. that. That wasn't cool. Uh, I finally saw Wonder Woman and it was everything I've ever wanted uh, the DCU to be. I almost cried a couple times during the movie, during the battle with the Germans and the No Man's Land slash Veld Battle. I give it a 74 out of 75 there you for go. anniversary. There Thank you, you so much. Almost cried, man. Mm-hmm. I, I openly weep at least twice during that movie every time I've seen it. Uh, Bose Perkovic. I saw Transformers 5. Absolutely hammered. Gotta say, that may be the trick to seeing these movies and actually liking them because I was fully into it and had a fucking blast. You know what? We're all, we all have different opinions. Yes. Uh, if you enjoyed it, Bose, uh, a Bosey, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you had a good time. Boise. We had an awful experience watching that movie, but we found out you guys liked hearing how, how miserable we, we were. Yeah, you enjoyed our pain. Um, um, also, but you weren't. To be fair, you were not hammered. Maybe if you'd been hammered, um, you would have been into it. Maybe oh, next time. I guess <laughs> I will time, say. Yeah. I will say Blair Witch was a was. I was going to say a, a hoot. hoot. How fucking old I'm. No, playing. I like that. Listen, Blair <laughs> Witch was, was a, a hoot. hoot. Uh, no, I had a great time watching it. I, I think I was much more scared because of being a little buzzed. Yeah, okay. being a little buzzed. Uh, last uh, last uh, comment, Miss Ander Fulcrum. Shout out. 
that is a that is a boy because uh, I messed it up before. I, I, you, you, I feel like you you feel like you need to do penance every I time because because Miss Andrew Fulcrum always makes the what you're into this week thread and they, yes. they're an active member of the uh, moist ears community and I just want to make sure that we appreciate you and we appreciate everybody. But anyways, they wrote because of what I've seen on Sam and DJ social media very recently, I want to say that I saw Baby Driver a few weeks ago via a press screening here in Austin. No joke, go see this movie, my favorite movie of the year so far, and the music. Heart emoji. Yes. You know what, uh, Miss Andrew Fulcrum? That was really cool. You got to see a press screening really early, but it was kind of a dick move that you didn't invite us. I'm just going to yeah, say. I'm just going to. You didn't invite I, the whole I'm, boy people. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I uh, I felt really good after we saw our, because we're around, we're part of the community. People go to see press events and press screenings, and they were like, finally, we're part of it. And then two days later, everybody had seen Spider-Man Homecoming, and I'm like, God, son of a bitch. We're so, we're <laughs> son so, of a bitch. We're so close. We're working our way in. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, guys. We'll get Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, we'll just review it now. It's yeah, so it's pretty good. It's good. Yeah, definitely a lot of web. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Michael Keaton. So now between our our early review and Christian Harloff's early review, uh-huh. A plus, go see it. There you go. Yeah, but Baby Driver. Man, Baby Driver's so good. We'll do spoiler free. We'll do spoiler free. We did touch on it a little bit in that discussion with Christian. Um, so you know some of our thoughts on it already. But continuing the idea of spoiler free, mm-hmm. Sam. Yes. Spoiler free. It's amazing. Um, I will say that this is probably the most intense third act of a movie I've seen in a long time. Yeah. It is. Uh, I was, I, when I got out of the theater, I'm like, oh, my eyes fucking hurt. Like, yeah. why do my eyes hurt so bad? Uh, because I don't think I blinked for <laughs> like the last like 45 minutes. It was, it was amazing. The use of music, like if you guys enjoyed how music was using Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. uh, get even more into it. Like imagine if the music is, I think you said it, but if the music was like uh, a character. Is the is the it's like if you were billing this movie, it's like Ansel Elgore yeah. soundtrack, uh, yeah, Kevin Spacey. It's, it's uh, yeah. because it's so important to how uh, the movie works. It's kind of like a sidekick at moments where yeah. it's like um, there's a lot of cool like sound uh, like uh, like not cues just like sound moments where like if he takes out one headphone it gets quieter but yeah. it's still like you know that the music is there and it's still a part it's of the present. scene yeah, yeah, yeah. and I really like that Jamie Foxx amazing yep. uh, uh, John, All, the whole cast I think is really great they really killed it I have, I don't think I, I think the only movie I've seen John Hamm in I don't remember but I think it was Bridesmaids and that's a very small role yeah and he was also in The Town but that was also a smaller role I did not see that so yeah. I Sounds know good. he's amazing and he was very good in this Kevin Spacey obviously he killed it with the you know deadpan but also yeah. very snarky humor. Ansel Elgore, good for you, man. Very good. Really I, good. I don't want to say that I was nervous at all to see you in this because I figured like if Edgar, Edgar Wright knows how to cast a movie, yep. um, I was just like, I don't know what to expect. So yeah. I'm glad you did a great job. Uh, every beat of this movie, I was into it. Uh, and I don't think I've seen... I mean, Hell or High Water was a great like crime heist yes. movie. But the, I mean, I feel like the heists were even... They're different heists, but yeah. like the heists in this are just like next level. I'm glad we get like a heist movie a year that's just really good. Yeah, so. it's it's a it's a great energetic movie that's, that's really well paced. Edgar Wright's the man. Yeah, uh, and it's also very, very... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Good. I, it's, it is. It is very. It is very good. If I were to to uh, pick a nit, it's just uh, it, this is definitely one of those movies where the style is the substance. Yes. If you're looking to like learn a lesson or have people like grow as people in the movie, this is not that movie. Mm. If you're looking for a fun thrill ride that is incredibly well thought out, incredibly intricate, like every moment, it's almost the level of detail is almost like like watching an animated movie because mm-hmm. with an animated movie everybody had to make a decision specifically of how everything moves it feels the same energy like every this has to be maybe I mean animated movies are obviously very complicated and difficult to produce but yeah. like it feels like this is even harder because there's like this one moment spoiler alert not really but um, where Kevin Spacey puts his hand he, he points up yeah. and it times it with a ding of an elevator but yeah. also it times it with the music and I'm like how did they, yeah. they do that? <laughs> like I don't, know, I don't know how you did that. Like yeah. I don't know how it was worked it posed, out so like, well. Like how did you shoot it? Was it in post? Yeah. Like where where you're editing, so you edited the scene so where it falls. There. I mean, it's probably in post, but it's just like yeah. it did. It felt natural. It felt like a part of but like the, the scene. Yeah. So much of the movie syncs up with the soundtrack. How are we gonna How are we gonna rate this bad boy, Sam? What's our What's our rating score for this? What were there any significant numbers in this? Um, no. Uh, 
Uh, wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. Do you have a, you have Edgar a... Wright has made the three Coronado trilogy. Uh huh. Um, Scott Pilgrim, mm-hmm. and then this is this his fifth movie. Fifth? No, let me check. Let's I have, check. Let's check. I have Let's see the IMDb movies. up and <gasps> raring to go. Ready to go. Um, uh, for directing and writing. Uh, ye- 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 yeah, because before, before that, it's all just TV series. TV stuff. So, so this is stuff. his fourth movie. And Fistful of Fingers. Fistful of Fingers, which I think never made it stateside. There was, uh, I was, my first movie fight, there was some debate over whether that counted or not. Uh-huh. So so let's say five. Let's, let's say this five. is very wrong. Out of five out of five, that you mean like a normal? We actually got to a normal scoring yeah. thing. Um, four point nine, four point eight. Like yeah. I mean, it's very like it's basically it's an A. Like yeah. we're giving an A. Yeah. Yeah, I think about four point five. Like yeah. like really like acknowledging that maybe it could have been better, but it's a, it's a similar thing to Wonder Woman. I'm sure there's things that could have been better. I couldn't tell you what they were. <laughs> oh, I definitely no. I don't. I wouldn't know how to fix this. I feel like. Um, oh, I I will say that if you're thinking it's just purely a car movie, it's not. Like yeah. it's not purely like you get awesome car chases and like tricks and like shit with cars and just awesome chase scenes. But it's not fully that. It's it's. I wouldn't even say it's like character driven. Like I don't know. It's like no. this weird. Like it's it's very original. You know, so. another way I'd rephrase it is is even though that nobody's like singing per se, it also feels like a musical. Oh yeah, like it's the rhythm of it. The op- there's an opening scene where it's clearly like this is a music video. If yeah. Edgar Wright, Edgar Wright's done actually. He did a Pharrell music video nice. like right after Ant Man like that whole debacle, and yeah. everyone was like, oh oh, he just downgraded to music videos. It was like no, I think Pharrell just asked him if yeah. he could do this. Pharrell just paid him a, a ridiculous amount of money yeah. to direct a music video. That's not video. how careers usually work, especially yeah. Edgar Wright. He's got a he's got a lot of freedom to make very cool stuff. So whatever the hell he wants. So I think it's very simple to very easy to say that uh, only Super Answers gives it its wet seal of approval. Yes, for this I movie. like that. Yes. The wet seal of approval. Uh-huh. It's a wet. Oh yeah, it's like a stamp. I wish yeah. I had like we need a stamp. We need a moist stamp. So now we're going into spoilers. Now that we've given it the wet seal of approval, we're uh-huh. going to go into spoilers. Where do you even start? I wish I wish I'd seen this movie again before we talked about it. Uh, I, I tried cause, to mostly because yeah. I just want to see it again. Mostly because I just want to see it again. Um, casting is amazing. Uh, even characters that come in and out because like John Bernthal is not a huge part of it. He's only in like a scene. Um, Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers is in Great. there for a minute. Uh, wait, I would, uh, the uh, I have, let me get the character name up really quick. But he's the Asian in Hat. Home Invasion. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. Um, Who hates hats? Huh? Who, Who hates, hates hats? hats? Yeah, <laughs> it's hate, but yeah. it's hat. Who yeah. hates hats? <laughs> the humor was so good in this movie. It's, the sense of humor was amazing. Uh, I know. Fucking don't quote fucking Monsters Inc. to me. I, <laughs> yeah, my, my nephew loves that movie. The nephew Sam. Yes. amazing. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, you know he's he's like there's uh, like seven security cameras, one guard. Yeah. Like, uh, three tellers, and it's like he's. I love that he's in on it, and that like there's like this family business of being pieces of shit. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> he's I, being groomed <laughs> to be. Well, I mean, he's gonna have to get uh, uh, upgraded sooner rather than later. Let's go ahead and hop into questions because we got questions here from yeah, a lovely people questions. from Twitter. Also, since you guys are live. Robert, uh, you can yeah. also send in your questions if you've got any. Uh, we'd love to read them. Uh, Red Couch Reviews at Hunter on Couch. How would you interpret the ending? It's in, that's an interesting question because um, it's weird that we're jumping to the ending, but uh, there is the... Might as well. They had the, they had the big final chase and the God, way... God, that foot chase was fucking rad. I will say this. Uh-huh. So, much, so many cool things in this movie. Some of the way the car chases are edited left me something to be desired for me like there's a, there's moments where like the car is going to do something like really dope and then they cut away to something else i'm like why though and i'm wondering if it was to sync it up with the, mu- the editing with the music more maybe but also i know edgar wright like his big thing was like wait, wait you were the one or maybe it was christian harloff i forgot but like someone was like there's a reason why car chases are always filmed at docks at night yeah. <laughs> because it's like no one's there like it's very easy to film that he intentionally was like we have to film this uh daytime during like yeah. Like during traffic air quotes, but it's like, you know, it's safe. But like he wanted to make this as real as possible. So they had to edit around some stuff. Maybe, maybe I will yeah. say that the, the most of the car chases are not quite as mind blowingly amazing as the foot chase at the end. That foot chase, uh-huh. uh, the the whole moment up until we're in spoilers. So if, if you haven't seen the movie, don't don't let us spoil it. Go see it. Uh-huh. Uh, but theoretically, you're with us. You saw the movie. The moment up to where he kills bats. 
to like to the intense to the yeah. end of the movie because then you're like oh shit just got real uh-huh. the, because, actually before that when like they find his tape and I'm like oh, oh god yeah. everything's going so bad right yeah. now like that's I think that's when my eyes uh, got sealed open I was a little weirded out that they it appears that they gave him an option to leave fine and he didn't take it which moment like they're like hey you can just leave and not be a part of it and he's like no i'm gonna be your driver i'm like well i think looks like they gave you an out bro which part which part are you talking about pretty much there after they found like the tapes and everything and like i don't think oh and then even before that they're like listen things are going bad kevin spacey was like i don't think we should do it maybe you're the last vote why doesn't baby just be like cool don't do it no no there isn't an out with bats bats the very they set it up very well is that like when he went and got gum he killed the guy and just took a shit ton of gum and yeah. left like that's how easily he'll kill people he almost killed um his girlfriend yeah. uh in the in the deborah uh, deborah there it goes thank you yeah. i've listened to both songs of deborah because yeah. we got soundtracks which are really cool um and i have a cd now that i can put in my car yeah. but anyways um no like i from baby's point of view i'm like i think he knew that these people could do more to him if he said no. Also, Kevin Spacey made it very clear that there's no no. Yeah. Like, even though the job is kind of bust, there's still not a no for There's him. just another job later on. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And so, and his goal was to leave at 2 a.m. So, like, if he could keep them distracted and not focus on him and keep them at this place, yeah. he may have had a chance to leave, but clearly that got fucked up. So, yeah. I buy that, like, why he said you're you have to it. go. Yeah. Yeah. So, from the, and uh, I, we talked about this with Christian uh, just a minute ago, but, uh, the moment that key keyed me into like, oh, this movie's rated R is when Kevin Spacey says like three fucks within like like a sentence. And I'm like, oh, this is an R rated movie, but then you don't really feel it until Bats. Yeah, yeah, until uh 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 Jamie Foxx is impaled through the face. Um and then that whole foot ch- that whole foot chase is probably one of the best action sequences just choreographed time and i love when paced. they when they crash into each other because they both stole cars from the same parking yeah. lot who that was uh and uh i want to read uh, really quick from the live chat robert gonzalez what did you think of how they made john ham the main villain i really liked how they evolved his character it felt like uh it felt uh real obviously yeah it was interesting the way they escalated that and i thought it played off cool and it was an interesting twist because the main threat appears to be Jamie Foxx for the majority of the movie. He's a and, wild card. And then maybe le- legitimately, yeah. like legitimately, why would anybody, there's a, there's a reason clearly that Kevin Spacey switches out the crews every time because it looks like half of them would kill each other each time. Yes. Um, so it was interesting that it be kind of became John Hammond. And it made sense because, um, Ansel Elgort baby is trying to get away with the love of his life. And John Hamm lost his hmm. sad. Sad. Oh, frown face. <laughs> oh, oh, that whole face. cafe scene when he's sitting there with the gun and the cop comes in and yeah. like, he hides it. And like, they're bloodied. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, you need to like, you need to get out of here quick. Um, oh, also, I love uh, just like things. I'm just naming things I love now. But uh, I loved the uh, relationship he had with his foster dad. I, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I like Ansel Elgort. And, he did very good. Uh, Apparently, he has a, he has a um, history in dance. Oh, cool! Which comes out in the play, not just in the that amazing one shot opening sequence where the credits are rolling, mm. but also in the foot chase and everything. He's got a very he's a very confident sense of movement. Yes. Also, he's got a when he a, makes the sandwich, especially it's always just like it's very Edgar Wright, but like how he's moving, it's kind of like uh, Spider Man. You know, yeah. like, when he's dancing in Spider Man Three, great scene. Uh, yeah. When, uh, but like that, kind <laughs> everybody's of like, favorite yeah, when they go to favorite. revisit the same Raimi Spider Man films. When he's uh, but no, it's just it's very like he knows what he's doing. It's yeah, yeah, and it's a cool way of showing confidence of someone who's so quiet it's just yeah. like no he's just he's, everything he's doing is very deliberate even like the clothes he's wearing is very specific like every time he does a job he's wearing the same thing yeah one dumb thing I do have to point out is that when he would do a job and he gets caught on a security camera and he goes out and buys coffee he's wearing the same shit like yeah. they, they're gonna put his picture up on like they clearly like the news reports are covering it change your jacket like yeah. man like come I, on like baby oh what are you thinking great bit when he uh, is it Jamie Foxx or no, John Bernthal? John Bern- Bernthal that right. like smacks the sunglasses. Yeah, and he has another pair, and yeah. then a third pair. <laughs> yeah, that was a good. That was a good bit. There's just there's a musicality to the movie that that um, I think really helps. Again, like using that musical comparison, you're entering into a version of the world that kind of functions in a different rhythm, mm-hmm. and so that makes some of the over. There's a point where Baby jumps over a car, and in other movies that would be stupid, but because of the musicality of the movie and the heightenedness of the movie, you're like, cool, just it's cool. cool. It's just cool. It's now just like a badass like fight to the death type yeah, scene uh, I think my favorite joke in the movie though and it is in the trailers but I love it is the Mike Myers mask it, it's, it's very good it's, it's, it's a, good, a good it's a good bit um, um, and 
it shows how incompetent some of like the like how what's it what, hat we'll just call him yeah, hat. Hat. Like, he, he was who uh, hates hats because <laughs> that's a good joke um uh that he like drops his gun, that he fucks up, and like I think yeah. Bats is the one who killed the security guard, right? And you, can, it's clear that I mean, I think I, I think Bats kills a majority of the people in the movie. Yeah, he he's crazy. But anyways, the question was from Red Couch Review: How do you interpret oh, the, the ending. ending? Yeah, we, uh, that he I think he got out in five years because he said yeah, it's twenty five to him. life, and they could get out in five years. And I think that change from the fantasy to color, like although it is like heightened, it's like yeah. I think he does get out and he does get to he be gets with to live her. as a dream. Yeah. Yeah. And uh well he did like fuck up his life pretty bad. Yeah. And it's gonna be probably rough after this. But good you know, he, he's not totally bad. Yeah. He's not totally bad. No, he's not he's he's a good kid that had made some had to make some tough decisions and I'm I'm glad that there were consequences to his actions. Um but they felt reasonable for the like the movie because he still gets out of the end and theoretically gets the girl and if there is kind of like an overarching theme it's a similar theme to most Edgar Wright movies where it's one of those you have to grow he uses music to help him get through life but it's also a way to shelter him to, to it 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 uh, cocoons him away from reality mm-hmm. specifically his specific reality and Deborah kind of helps him break out of that and this is him being reintegrated into the rest of the world yeah did the doctor fix his tinnitus there's that scene of the doctor looking in his ear uh well he does get shot twice by his ears yeah. like by john ham i think they're fixing that i don't think okay. they fixed the, ten- the, the permanent ten- ring yeah. i couldn't tell actually that's a good point i don't know um i feel like he would have gone to a doctor <laughs> like if like that car crash when he was a baby like messed him up i feel like yeah, he maybe gone. i don't know maybe baby i do like that they were all code names that like yeah. um, baby his name was Miles, Miles, yeah. Of course, it's Miles because just so many. Is it a car pun? Is it a music pun? We don't know. We don't know. Uh, but Miles no, Davis. for the ending, I th- I feel like he he got out. He got the girl. Listen, we're optimistic boys. We want to see him get out and be happy. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. We got another question here from Stephen Coronado <gasps> at word underscore boy. Uh, loved every minute of it. What is your favorite Edgar Wright movie? This comes very close, but I always loved Scott Pilgrim. Easy peasy, Hot Fuzz is my favorite, but Baby Driver is now tied. Yeah, it is easily tied with it's it. It's tied up there. I think mine would have to be Shaun of the Dead, just because that's a that's it's got it's got a little less action, but it's got the horror, it's got the jokes, it's got the pathos, it's got it's got everything. It just literally touches on everything. The theme is really interesting. The way it's paced out, it's just really. Although Hot Fuzz is really great, I'm a big fan of World's End. I know people don't put that in the echelon. The weakest for me is actually Scott Pilgrim. Weakest for me is World's End. It felt very forgettable overall. Mm. Just like I like the movie was like um, I just didn't. Maybe maybe because it was so bleak, like it's yeah. a very bleak movie, and uh, I I know they were trying to switch up Nick Frost and Simon Pegg's like yeah. usual characters. I just couldn't get into it uh, personally. Uh, it's not my favorite Scott Pilgrim. I love that movie. It is, but it, there are flaws in it, like yeah. because it's trying so hard to be. I think that's the biggest case of uh, style over substance, yeah. like that movie, because there's all this cool shit happening, but you're like, what's what's actually happening in this yeah. movie right now? I also now? feel like they could have cut a couple boyfriends. I know they're following the the manga graphic novel. Oh no, they cut it. they cut a shit ton already. Yeah, like, I know, but it's like you could have cut it. They, it's the same number of evil exes. Like you could maybe, the, maybe the two as cool as that scene was the battle of the bands. Maybe cut those two. The Katana, Katana the yeah. uh, twins. It's um. That it, it trim it down is all I'm saying. It kind of sucks because in the book they are very cool, um, mm-hmm. and they do they do actually in the Scott Pilgrim because I I powered through the graphic novel in December, classic same. <laughs> um, but when they got to the Chris Evans character, they make him way more of a douche in the movie in the. In the book, there's this really cool moment where he's like, uh, Scott shows up. He's like, I guess we got to fight. He's like, I don't really want to fight. I'm on break right now. Like, yeah. want to talk? And like, they just sit down and talk for a while. And like, do we have to fight? And it's still the same outcome of like that skate thing. Yeah. But Edgar Wright does add like, if he's going to be a douche, let's make him an ultra douche. And that's a great moment, especially yeah. when he has the stunt doubles come in. Like, yeah. it's like, uh, and uh, that's not in the book. So Edgar Wright does have a lot of fun, and there's a lot of cool moments. Yeah. There is something that he keeps in the movie that is explained in the book which makes no sense in the movie do you remember the door that they go through and they fly to like her apartment or whatever in the book that's like it's like a the world doesn't work like real world it does have like like sci-fi stuff that's a portal that she uses to get around uh 
and like deliver packages faster. And it's also like a dream world type thing. That's why she like skates through his brain. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, that's a shortcut she uses to like deliver Amazon packages faster. Interesting. But in the movie, you're like, Wait, what does it mean exactly? Yeah. Like, I don't really, it's like a new level. Like it's kind of confusing. Anyways, favorite movie, Hot Fuzz out of the Edgar Wright, but ba- uh, Edgar Wright Pantheon. But uh, right below it is baby driver yeah i think same for me except shawn of the dead so shawn of the dead and then right beneath that is baby driver i think i should we should if shawn of the dead i think it's been on netflix i don't know if it's on it right now yeah. i would like to I've i only own seen it, it man i mean no we're you're talk, probably talking about for the stream probably which doesn't help no but i do want to i do want to watch it again because i saw it when i was a kid and as a kid it is uh it is very funny but when you get to there's an end part where like shit like shit hits the fan yeah and there's this very like intentionally like gross scene yes. that when i was a kid i was like no can't watch it yeah no, i can't, it I can't do it i can't do no, it it's too gross uh we got another question from josh escopete escopete uh monsieur underscore cypher absolutely loved infant chauffeur <laughs> wanted to know what you got what your guys favorite movie soundtracks R. An R. I mean, that. Uh, favorite movie sound. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 I have, and Volume 2 I have. They are very good for runs or drives. Uh, they are mm. very nice. The, uh, um, there's do a, tell. Uh, do tell. Mm. Uh, there's a song in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Lakeshore Drive, which only plays for a very short amount of time right in the beginning when... Yeah. Um, the Guardians are leaving the gold people planet and then yeah. they get chased. Uh, it's just this really short song where it's like kind of like this country song, but I found out it stands for LSD. And I'm like, nice. oh, it's like a fun like song for Marvel to keep in their movie. Like yeah. this is, And it's just so peppy and fun. It's like when you're driving, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so into this. I'm Amer- it's Americana. I'm driving across the world. I'm going to be able to... Go on. <laughs> Go on. I mean, anytime you have a Tarantino movie, but I got to be honest with you, listening to the soundtrack, it's just such a great mix of songs. Which one? Like, uh, Baby Driver. Listen mm. to Baby Driver. Like, I, it's hard for me. This is the first time I've actually cared about a soundtrack. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, like, no, other, otherwise, it they just, yeah, yeah, it matters to the story. Otherwise, they just kind of exist. Uh, especially Deborah, the two Deb- Debbie yeah. and Deborah songs. The Deborah without an O, so it's D E B R A, Deborah, yeah. like you would say it. I'm like, that's, why does that look weird? It looked wrong when I was looking at it, but the yeah. song was very fun to listen yeah. to. So, there's that. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, let me see. Can you read another tweet, please? Yes. Sydney Jester at Sydney Jester 106. Somebody else got Sydney Jester? I'm sorry, Sydney Jester. Uh, do you have a favorite song from the soundtrack? Speaking of this amazing soundtrack. Oh, may I read something really quick? Yes. Robert Gonzalez again. <gasps> Hello, Robert. He's a cool boy. He's watching uh, us live. Great Gatsby. Uh, favorite soundtracks good because they got actually, some good songs shit, on that. I'm an idiot uh, favorite soundtrack Moulin Rouge that's easy like do you like Moulin Rouge I forget where you stand with it but like I stand that I've never seen it oh oh, I, do you like Boz Lerman stuff um, he, I like elements of Boz Lerman stuff he Mul- can be hit or miss for me Moulin Rouge I feel like is the best I did not see the Get Down which I heard a lot of people really like but I've um, also heard a lot of people hate it so Get Down Get Down yeah really okay yeah. well for me um, hit Moulin Rouge is the is the best of Boz Lerman. I don't yeah. like Romeo and Juliet. I I like elements of it, like you. Yeah. But like after a while, Gatsby's can be fun. It, I've I kind of just chose to skip it. Like it looked very pretty, but I just didn't need it. Um, but Moulin Rouge, oh, it is such a good. It's so it's so romanticized to romanticize. Like it's amazing. Also, if you just love the idea of Paris, it's like I love the idea. Just everything about Paris. Yeah. Watching that, you're like, oh, it's so cool. I want to go back to Paris so bad. We should do an Only Stupid Answers event in Paris. I would love to. At the Moulin Rouge. If you are a listener from Paris, let us know on Twitter. Only Stupid Answers. If, uh, yeah, I got the vowels from Stupid. See, every time we every point, time. we're so confused uh, by uh, what, uh, what's happening. Do you think the, get the Moulin Rouge would let us in? Yes. It, the, the, we're a pretty big deal. Excuse me, ladies. Uh, yeah. We, there's a podcast that's about to record, so go ahead and scoot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. Uh-huh. Uh, Iqbal at... Oh, you just read this one. Iqbal Bail Ushian... Huh? I'm sorry. I didn't read this. Yeah, but it was a, I think it was on the, um, whatever. Anyway, uh, he asks, what other superhero movie should Edgar Wright direct since Ant-Man didn't work out? I, I, if, I don't know. I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners probably read the article that Edgar Wright just hasn't seen Ant-Man. He was like, I don't blame him. And he's like, also, I didn't like, he said he was on an airplane sitting next to somebody and they were watching it, which also, guy, I know you don't know, most people don't know what Edgar Wright looks like, but I feel like. Yeah. That guy knew. I feel like he knew. I feel like he knew. He's like, oh, Ant Man, and he looked at him in the eye as he clicked it and bought it and and watched it. Um, I get it. Uh, He also said that he and Peyton Reed uh, didn't really talk that much. He was like, I I was just like, don't use my storyboards, please. Yeah, boards. Yeah. 
and that was about it. And he was like, no, nah, I'm probably not going to see it. Uh, he did see Civil War, though, and he said that he texted Paul Rudd, and he was like, you were my favorite part about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, of course. That's awesome. I, You know, honestly, watching this movie, I think he'd be fantastic at a superhero movie. I didn't think that. I was trying to I'm think before. i bummed that that didn't work out. But his energetic, his filmmaking, you know, no, you know who she, he would be, I would love to see him direct as Spider-Man. I think he'd make yeah. an amazing Spider-Man film because of the kinetic energy behind it. Like, you know there would be a dance scene and I think it'd be making fun of the third one, but it'd actually be good where people are like, oh, dancing Spider-Man's not bad. Yeah. I don't have any case for the third movie, guys. I'm just, I'm, it's on the mind. Yeah. I keep yeah. popping up. Uh, we, okay, like a street level hero though would be probably like up his alley. Like he yeah. would, I, I would like to see him do a DC thing just because um, Marvel no go. But, yeah. uh, Plastic Man. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't. I mean, I guess visual effects. He did use a lot in Scott Pilgrim, but um, yeah, Plastic Man would be really cool. It's just, I want to. I want to. I want him to do a character. Oh, or duh, do, huh? There's or, one DC answer. What? You know what it is? Is it Animal Man for his? No, for his energetic, fast-paced style, sense of humor, Flash. Yes. Oh, he would be really cool with it. How perfect would he be for a Flash movie? I really hope someone at DC was like, should we reach out? Like, I mean, if we, you know, if it's a failure over Marvel, maybe we could get him to do it. Yeah, the the problem is they wouldn't, right now it's still scheduled to come out next year. Mm -hmm. And Edgar Wright is not fast enough to make that happen. No. And also that's going to take a lot. But it'd be worth the wait. mm -hmm. It'd be worth the wait. Uh, Teen Titans film, Robert Gonzalez. Sure. I'd like to see him with Beast Boy. I feel like that might be too visual effects- Maybe like or too many elements. Actually, he juggled all the characters in this movie really well. Really Baby well. Driver. So I don't know. Uh, I was thinking Plastic Man would be kind of cool. But or if you did a Blue Beetle movie, but you didn't pick the one that DC keeps pushing, like the Jaime Reyes do, like Ted Cord and but like I like Jaime Reyes. I do. Not that I don't like him, but I feel like if you Edgar Wright were to work with one of them, he'd probably work better with the Ted Cord. I just feel like that's like more. On but the, Ted Cord's older. He Jaime is. Jaime Reyes is younger. He like the. He, but also Ted Cord is a little lamer. I know there's like a weird fandom for Ted Cord, yeah. like that's really strong but like he's a little lamer like yeah. he just has like the sonic guns and like you don't know what else he really does like yeah. it's really weird um he would be fun um actually if you did a team up movie with Jaime Reyes and Ted Gore it could be kind of fun but uh also I was trying to think like would Booster Basically Gold basically the Ant-Man movie he was gonna make yeah, yeah. Uh, but like Booster Gold could be maybe like it's very time travel-y but I would like to see his take on how cocky that person like yeah. Booster Gold is and like I would like to see Edgar Wright's interpretation of that, there That's you my go. Thought on the on the thing. Uh, any final thoughts for Baby Baby Driver? Driver. Honestly, just it's a really great movie. I I'm, I'm worried that it's not gonna get the play that it deserves because it's rated R. I know I brought that up earlier. I just I just I'm worried that it's not gonna get the like I I really want this movie to blow up. I really want. Um, this type of film filmmaking to prove successful because really the attention to detail and the care and love and craft that went into it we should really like honor that and 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 support that i these movies are not similar at all but they are both originals and they kind of have an indie sense to them but get out like get out people yeah. were worried that it wasn't going to do well but you had jordan peele's name attached to it with this you have edgar wright and you have yeah. like jamie fox and a bunch of names that are attached to it i feel like and it's got like a it's got uh, rotten tomatoes let me get it really quick 97 percent. yeah and also good i think actually get out's a good point of reference just because that's another movie that's not technically a comedy but funnier than 90 percent of the comedies coming out this year uh-huh baby driver has it's oh, so funny so fucking it's funny. so funny um i have faith i <laughs> excuse me i'm gonna Be go optimistic. see it again Be out, stay optimistic me yeah. <laughs> rainbow thing um a little throwback uh no i'm staying optimistic because i'm gonna go see it at least two more times that's yeah. uh on the docket it's yeah. on my schedule i'm gonna go see it and i hope all of you guys do too it's uh it's a treat like Edgar Wright movies are a treat to watch. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see what else he has up his sleeve. I would like. I don't know why, but I want him to like. I want to see him. I want to see him take on like a bigger like a name. I want to see him like. I know he always has these original ideas, but like yeah. not superheroes. But I want to see him work with like a name, not Scott Pilgrim, because again, that's indie as yeah. well. But like, like a, a name character, not or, or franchise like. Not Godzilla, like, but like that, like, kind of like Something that. Something literally, physically James bigger. James Bond, like, imagine yeah. an Edgar Wright James Bond movie. That would be amazing. I know we used. To, remember, he when, is British. Yeah, and like, it would work if he did like a Kingsman. Even though Matthew Vaughn, no, he's got that down. I don't. Don't stop making Kingsman's movies and stop having Excuse people. Excuse so me. They're fine. They're not. No, ex. ex- <laughs> 
that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Excuse me. Kingsman? Yeah. I guess easy. That, that's an easy answer. Fascist son of a... Who? Wait, are we thinking of the same thing? Yeah, Kingsman. Whatever. What part of it's fascist? That's why they blow up everybody's... Anyway, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's it's a you fun movie. Crazy. It's a fun movie that yes, I, I do not like the ending to at all. The anal uh, joke's not good. We can all agree. We can that. all agree we on that. We can all agree that yeah, they we, missed. You know what? We can't all agree on we that. We can all yeah. agree that that anal joke really. Uh, they what, what's that when they jump the shark? Is that what? Yeah, it's it not a good button. Yeah. Also, that they it looks like they're undoing the best twist of the first movie in the second movie. But they're getting it out of the way, and I'm very excited for it. And I'm gonna make you watch it three times. No, I'm gonna see it. It's it. they're good. I'm just saying I don't like. I'd rather see Matthew Vaughn direct something else, and I don't want another great director like Edgar Wright to get tied up. And I'd rather see him do a James Bond. Is Matthew Vaughn tied to Man of Steel two? I mean, it's was been that rumored. the talk? Yeah, it's that been was rumored. Damn, that'd be cool. Damn, imagine his Superman movie. It'd be cool. I wouldn't even know what to. <laughs> I don't even. To be honest, I don't know what it would look like. But yeah. uh, I'm just imagining X Men, but just move Superman into like yeah. that. It would be weird. It would be weird. I would still be on for it. I'd, yeah. be, I'd be down for it. Uh, we didn't talk about this, but may I bring up one final topic? One really final, quick. real quick. One final topic. How do you feel about Phil Lord and Chris Miller stop stepping out of the Han Solo movie mid-production? Um, I, I'm sure I you am, talked about this at Screen Junkies. But yeah, like, I am very much in the camp of, it seems to me, like Lawrence Kasdan threw a big fat tantrum. That's the writer. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the writer of the movie. He threw a big fat tantrum, uh, didn't like the way they were changing his script. Um, I think this could be the uh, beginning of the decline of Star Wars. Because like, they're already because, so on the fence about these solo movies, even though they're going to make a shit ton of money. But, but like, Yeah, it's going to do fine, but I have a feeling this is where the fan... Um, like if they keep doing up the way they they are doing them, and with situation, this is where the fans could start to lose trust. Yeah, in the way the Star Wars brand is being handled. And Ron Howard jumping on, obviously Ron Howard's the champ. Yeah, he's, he's, great. A, he's a he's a class act. He makes he makes solid movies. Uh, I know Inferno was not the 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 yeah. third of the Da Vinci Code yeah. trilogy. Why that? Why they get more of those? Um, <laughs> I read. I did not read Inferno. I stopped after. I read like the four like Dan Brown books. It was. Yeah. Uh, Angels and Demons, Da Vinci Code, uh, like Digital Fortress, and then like some ice-themed evolution, climate change. Yeah, one. It was so heavy-handed. Uh, but like the only, let's. I'm gonna be honest here. The only two good ones are Da Vinci Code and yeah. Angels and Demons. Angels and Demons is a great book. But man, uh, the Inferno was not good. Ron Howard, when I heard he was hump- hopping on there, humping on there, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I did lose a lot of faith. Phil Lord and Chris Miller are again. They're another treat i want to you know like those um what's i think vanity fair or somebody like that they do like the series where it's like four people in like a a type of profession come together it's like louis ck and like jerry seinfeld and a bunch of other people like they sit down and they talk around a table or around Mm -hmm. a bunch of couches phil lord and chris miller edgar wright um quentin tarantino quentin tarantino (laughs) matthew vaughn there you go it's just i know it's a weird grouping but i would just like to hear like the they're people who do cool things and you could always switch that up i would like to know what they all think because also phil lord and chris miller have like nine shows that they're producing at the same time it's interesting because i just think that that um star wars wanted to flirt with doing something off like, like shaking it up but they didn't really want to shake it up and i feel like um I don't know. I, I, the, Chris Lord and Phil Miller, right? Did I feel, Phil? You flipped them. Oh, I, you flipped flipped a, I did. Yeah. I do. I always flip them. You bent it. That's because it. it's because of Last Man on Earth. Uh-huh. Um, they, they have a way of making movies that should not work, that I should not care about, that should not be good, really engaging. Mm. So that was my only hope because I have no desire for a Han Solo movie, especially one that does not star Harrison Ford. Like, I don't need it. I don't want it. Like, uh-huh. do other fucking things in that universe. Um, so the one saving grace was like these guys have proven me wrong before, and now they're off of it. And it's like thank God, go go do the flash, flash go flash, do yeah, flash, yeah, flash, please, yeah. please. Like you have, you guys have a sweet thing with Warner Brothers, you yeah. Lego Movie, mm-hmm. others, others. <laughs> you other movies, too? maybe Twenty One Jump Street oh. was Warner Brothers, maybe. Maybe we don't know, we don't, and I can't <laughs> confirm it because it's actually there's really li- there's, hard. There's no way to find out. It, it's a little harder to find out which studios make things. They never were like listed very well on the IMDb, and I'm about to be proven wrong. In three, <laughs> two, two, one, there it is. <laughs> what was All it? right? Who did Funny One Drum Street? I know. I just found out that Baby Driver wasn't uh, was something else. Anyways, hey, anyway, uh, point yeah. is, point is, I, I uh, hoping they move on to something else. I have almost zero interest in Han Solo at this point, point. Um, and. Um, 
and kind of like waning interest with the whole Star Wars thing to begin with. Like, I don't really care about, especially since like Mark Hamill's really not happy with the direction they took Luke. Yeah. And it's like, like, that seems like a mistake. That's a shitty, I mean, like nothing on a Mark Hamill, but like, man, I'd be worried if Mark Hamill, Mark yeah. Hamill yeah. said that about your uh, Star Wars movie. Yeah. Does he have any opinion on the original prequels? Yeah, I know we're, we we're, should find out. We should. We for, yeah. And that's for another episode. That is for of, another uh, episode. Uh, we want to thank Christian Harloff for stopping by. Again, if you want the rest of that interview, check it out on Thursday. Thursday. For $5 and above. Uh-huh. Audio version and a video version. Yep. Pretty cool. And uh, check out The Collision. Um, that's going to be super exciting. Check out our... Over at, Schmoes, at the Schmoes Down. Also... Uh, at we are or will be on an episode yep. of the of the, the showdown, yeah, which is cool. Did it's, we do well? Did you'll we have not? to tune in. You'll, you'll have, have to, to tune, tune in. in. Yeah, you'll have to tune in. And it's fine. <laughs> yeah, and go check out Baby Driver. Sam, where can the boy people, the moist little ears, find you? Moist little, let's get the let's get the verb. We got to get the right, branding right. right. Yeah, uh, the jargon. Uh, you can find me, uh, Sam. I was gonna say, let me see what answers. Sam Basher on everything that matters: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter. Uh, also, I got some shirts still. Gonna go ahead and hawk those. Yeah, uh, do it up. Go up sandbasher.bigcartel.com. Go ahead and grab some of those. Uh, check out my Hawaii video on my YouTube channel. Um, also, shout out uh, just or announcement uh, reminder. That's what the word is. That's um, what we're going for. If you are not receiving the audio podcast to your RSS feed or you do not have the RSS feed link, let us know so that we can make sure it gets out to you and you can add that to your podcast app. And then when a new episode comes out and you've contributed $5 or more, you just get it. It just goes right to your Hell app. Yeah. It's really cool. It happened to me and I was like, oh shit, look, I just uploaded it and went right to the thing. I got it. Sorry. Exciting. DJ, <laughs> anything? <laughs> uh, DJ talks trash everywhere that matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out that stuff. And as always, thank you for your support. If you're like, hey, they were reading comments on the live thing, $25 and up, you get to watch or record our episodes live. We will read your comments live. Um, I'm really excited to build this community. The community we have is just so amazing. Yeah, shout out to the Reddit as well because the Reddit like community is still like, they have like 1,100 uh, subredditors or Redditors attached yeah. to it. I, where are y'all coming from? <laughs> Yeah, it's so cool. Um, all just and shout out to the people who have stopped by today, Robert Gonzalez. Yes, uh, and I know there's other of you watching. Oh, we can see you're the number. Quiet. I can yeah, see you're the number. Stay, you're staying quiet. Uh, they don't want to. They don't want to speak up. Mm-hmm. But thank you so much, and thank you to everyone who su- uh, supported us in any way. Robert said, "Thank you. It was yeah. a blast. I had a fun time." Uh, thank you to anyone who supported us in any way. This is a dream come true for us. Amen. Seriously, yeah, definitely. Uh, and if you have any, uh, a, a shout out to Mona at San Chaudelaine, uh mm-hmm. line on Twitter. I've retweeted her, and only Supernatures have retweeted her a million times. So you yeah. can go follow her for that logo back there, <gasps> because we're gonna start adding that to a bunch of our stuff and that poster's dope you can't tell but it's space uh, it's space also uh, and we've got a bunch of other stuff coming up so make sure you keep your eyes Stay peeled tuned. at onlystupidanswers.com DJ yes. this has been a blast let's go watch Baby Driver one more time we're out of here let's do it let's do it and ready a three two one we'll see you next, next time <laughs> <laughs>